0: What is up and what's happening everybody and welcome into episode 140 of the Uptempo Podcast. It is myself Blake Lane and Dustin Smith with you tonight. We are here to talk about the Auburn Tigers. There's a lot to talk about. We're going to get Dustin's thoughts on the 42 to 10 loss between the hedges at Georgia. Look, there's some things we got to talk about with Brian Harson and this football team, this coaching staff, Will Friend, the offensive line coach. There's a lot to talk about. We want to talk about press conferences, Post-game pressers, things are upside down. They're awkward. They're toxic. We feel like a broken record. We say it every week. But look, it has to be addressed. So I can't wait to get Dustin's thoughts on it. We have Ole Miss this week. We will do an episode later in the week to preview that matchup. And I and I'll be honest with you, it don't look good either. Right? <laughs> there's things that Ole Miss does. They're top of the league in offense right now, man. Their quarterbacks like fifth in the conference. They do so many things well. They probably have the one of the best wide receivers in the conference with the Mingo kid. A two-headed backfield uh, with the Zach Evans kid headlining that. There's just there's playmakers all over the field. Jackson Dart playing really well. It's going to be tough to go into Oxford and get a W. It's going to be tough. Where does this football team sit out? What, what is their what is their what is their headspace right now? So, uh, can't wait to get Dustin in here, get his thoughts on that. But first, we're going to kick it over to the Belly Up Sports Network, and then we are going to get Dustin in here on the phone and get it rolling. War Damn Eagle. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Welcome back in, everybody, and tonight we're here with Dustin Smith. Uh, We're excited to have him on. There's a lot to talk about with this Auburn Tigers team. Dustin, man, how you feeling? I'm struggling tonight, bud. I got a little bit of a sickness, but we're battling too. We're playing hurt. I heard that, man. Uh, I had to hop on here by myself last night uh, and, and did a little week six recap. I missed having you on, but I'm glad we're here tonight, brother.
3: Oh, yes, sir. Appreciate
0: you having Always, man. Hey, I, I can't call you a guest. I, I, I mentioned it, uh, I mentioned it in the pre show in the intro, man. Can't call you a guest anymore because uh, I feel like you're part of this, you're part of this podcast now, man. You come on, you talk about the Auburn Tigers, even though it's down times right now. Uh, we still find things to discuss and uh, I feel like we, you know, we got the chemistry going, man, for the Auburn Tigers
3: oh yeah no, i feel the same way man and i appreciate it and the good thing is um one day things will turn around because this is auburn and uh it'll be fun to do it again basketball is right around the corner too
0: yeah that hurts to uh that hurts to say man six games into the (laughs) season and we're already writing all football dustin that hurts man
3: no especially when you spend all uh you know, I mean, once it got within 50 days, I was counting down every day. Okay, 48, all right, 47, all right, mm-hmm.
0: 46. And, uh, yeah, we're six games in and I'm already over. Yeah, Dustin. so, Saturday, man, we go to we go to Georgia. And our defense, man, they come out and play one of the best halves of football th- that I've seen in a long time. Uh I thought our defense absolutely brought it, man. They brought the lunch pail. They did what they had to do. And our our offense just completely failed us, Dustin. Uh, they couldn't move the football. It, it, it felt like we couldn't even, uh, you know, take one step forward because we would take two steps back with our offensive line, uh, either just letting <laughs> anybody and everybody just – Come through the come through the line untouched, or either it was a false start penalty or whatever. Man, uh, just give me your thoughts on the first half of this game. Uh, Auburn going in to halftime down fourteen to nothing to the number two ranked team in the country.
3: Well, Like you said, the defense brought it. Um, Colby's having such a great year.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, DJ James has really stepped into that role, and he looks like he's the next. Uh, you know. Uh, NFL prospects at Auburn for corner so we can keep that pipeline going. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that as the season has gone on, I think that the secondary, um, has improved pretty much game by game. So I think that Coach uh, Etheridge is doing a good job there. Um, you know, and they came out putting momentum. Uh, they were hired. You could tell they were ready to play. I thought that the defense was physical in the first half. Um, it's like I expect them to be. My concern, well, it's not even concerned at this point we're halfway through the season it just is what it is but you know the linebackers um mm. I think I can cut a break you know for Wesley Steiner and Cam Riley or uh you know I would like to I would like to see uh Eugene Asante if, if health is if health is all good I don't really know what's going on with that situation but I would like to see him get it and I I hate to be this way Blake because I I love Owen Papo mm. but where you at bud <laughs> I mean, where where you at? Like I just don't see him and, and to be honest with you, if you didn't know he was on the team, you wouldn't know he was on the team. Mm. Um he's just he's just not there and and he's not even around the ball and when you when he is, he just the fundamentals seem to be really seem to be off. He is not the same Owen Papo um that we saw this first couple of years, so I don't know what's going on with that, um, but it's pretty disheartening. But other than that, because it's a guy you know that we, this is his last chance, and you really were hoping he could have a good year and project himself into the NFL. But it's it's just not there. That's um, the senior leader, a captain, but mm-hmm. you're kind of in the position where you might have to bench a captain. But the defense overall, first half, I thought they they played excellent, um, and like everybody, I mean, it's not like me and you were. Uh, the only ones doing this, we've all been pretty hard on this coaching staff this season. But I think that, uh, for the most part, I think that Jeff Smeddy has done a good job.
1: So, mm-hmm.
3: you know, that's what that is. As far as the offense is, man, it's not. It's just the same. Blake, you know what it is. Yep. Brandon Council said before the game that we were going, what was his words again? Was it demolish or destroy or something yep. like that?
0: He said that if we could keep them out of their third down packages, we could really demolish them. And, and Out of
3: the 23, uh, 23 offensive players that got snaps on Saturday, Pro Football Focus has Brandon Council as the rank last. His overall grade was 38.8.
0: Oh, my God.
3: And I was fair, right? I was fair on the preview show. I said, the young man's full of testosterone, mm-hmm. and he's feeling himself. I wasn't sure why, but I said, you have a chance to back that statement up on Saturday, and we'll we will rejoin it and see how you did. Well, I'm rejoining the statement now. And Georgia talked about it after the game. It was clearly motivation. And um, you didn't demolish them. Tank Hmm. Bigsby had 10 carries for 19 yards. Uh, It's just not, you know, there's not a... What we saw in the first half last week versus LSU, where you felt like, Maybe they switched some stuff up with the RPOs and the quick slants and all that, but mm-hmm. they went away from in the second half and cost you the game. Um, but it was just right back to the Penn State game plan. I mean, what we ran Saturday basically looked like what you would run with TJ Finley, and that's not Robbie Asher's skill set. And in the last two games, we've asked Robbie Asher to throw the ball 38 times and 40
1: times, <laughs>
3: and we all know that that's not a recipe for success. All the stats or all the reports coming into the season were that Robbie was hovering around 50% in fall camp and he was struggling with accuracy. Mm. So, you know, we can't ask the kid to throw the ball 40 times. And clearly right now he's struggling with some ball protection issues. And, I mean, you know, Blake, I I saw something that on almost 25% of his passes are throwaways. So, mm. it's just
0: like, I mean, that's, that's, that's just one out of Think about that. Out of, out of every four times he drives back to pass, he's just having to throw it away. yeah
3: So, it's, I'm not trying to, I'm not being hard on a lobby, other than the, the, the ball protection issues, because, like, dude, that, that fumble, you've got to quit fumbling the ball. You lead the country in fumbles.
0: Absolutely. So, I mean, that's just, that's not going to cut it.
3: And for, even though the, the head coaches and the, and the staff is responsible for that, That's still on you as a player. They're not coaching you to not hold on to the football. Mm -hmm. Um, So, but other than that, man, like, I'm not going to be hard on Robbie. And as crazy as it seems, I feel like we actually have talent in the wide receiver room. We do. This is just the offensive line. Well, let's just call it what it is. This is the worst offensive line. That me and you have certainly ever seen absolutely in all of our football and all. I mean, I, and I would, you know, you would really have to get in there probably and start going back to find one that just this lacks in production. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not going to get any better. These are the same guy, and now with the injuries that have happened, and you already have death issues, it's mm-hmm. just it's bleak, man. It's, it's It's really, it's really bleak. There's not. I don't know if we're gonna score twenty points the rest of the year mm. and the first half was just everything that that has been this season for sure, and pretty much going back to the second half first of all this last year, this is just what this is just what it is, and we haven't seen anything to make us think this is gonna change.
0: Mm. so Dustin man. You know, we're talking about this offensive line, and I made a statement last night when I was doing my episode that, you know, uh, these people they 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 put out these uh, power rankings or whatever, and really and truly, I don't really like them, Dustin. I don't care for power rankings. Uh, you know, I know people make their graphics and stuff for clicks and views and all that. That's cool, but a lot of people have Auburn as the 14th team in the SEC, and I agree with that because you look at uh, this football team right now. And it's one step, one step forward, three, four steps back, man. And this offensive line is absolutely terrible. They're going through injuries right now. They can't block air, Dustin. They can't, man. Like, it is, it is. No,
3: we've all seen the clips.
0: I mean, (laughs) it's bad, man. It's it's so, so bad. And um, if if you would listen, uh, Cole, Cole Pinkston does some really great breakdowns on them and everything. And, and, Uh, He talks about the slide protections and all, all those type things. Man, he does really great work. And he posts clips and videos throughout the games, man. And it is super alarming that we are in the Southeastern Conference, Dustin, and that's the best we can come up with. And there was one point in the game, Dustin, that we were at the end of the first quarter. Georgia misses a field goal, Dustin. They miss a field goal. We're still tied 0-0, and we're hanging around somehow, some way. Our defense has kept us in it, all right? And first down, Robbie gets a gain of nine, all right? He he takes off. He gets a gain of nine, all right? Our very next play, guess what, Dustin? Holding penalty, all right? Yeah. Backs us up, all right? Now you're behind the chains. What do we always talk about? This Auburn offense can't stay behind the chains. So now instead of second and one, you're second and 11. All right, Robbie Ashford for five more yards is third and six. Robbie Ashford incomplete. Uh, you got a punt, Dustin. And now you line up to punt. And, man, I have to get your thoughts on this. When Brian Harsin runs a fake punt, at your own 34 yard line on the road against the number two team in the country, Dustin. What in the hell was going through your mind? Because I know what was going through mine. Um,
3: that the report that Hogan had put out last week uh, that maybe there's some kind of pivot going on to where they want to wait till the end of the year because of just you know, AD and all that. Uh, I hope they repivoted it after that call. Um, uh-huh. I have a... Unfortunately, I feel like we know how this is going to go Saturday. And, uh, you know, Saturday night will be the time to make the decision. It's, you can't allow... It's, it's ridiculous, Blake. And if it was one time, okay. But this happens... I mean, this has happened every week. Yeah. How in the world... How in the world do you do
1: this first? LSU? It... Mm.
3: Everyone talked about how crazy it was going for it on fourth and ten in a situation where you didn't have to. Mm-hmm. You're you're in Georgia, yeah, dude. Listen, I know you're trying to steal a possession. You have got to at some point. You've got to understand field position and your defense is playing good. And we've been in these games before in Georgia where we held them to, you know they beat us seven 3 three, ten to you know fourteen to ten, that kind of stuff. Like we've been in those kind of games in Athens plenty over this. Street that dates all the way back to when I was in the freaking eighth grade, and I'm gonna turn 31 in two weeks, hmm. which just is pathetic. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely pathetic that Auburn is in that situation, regardless of how good Georgia is right now. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. Um, and what's even worse about it is is the
0: ho humness of everything. it, it's just oh, okay, yeah, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. um. <laughs> the, Man, I hate that shit. shit. I hate it, Dustin. Yeah, dude, I, I, we could do a whole podcast on
3: that. <laughs> but the the, the same point punt call was was as stupid as going forward on fourth and ten last week was. It was as stupid as going forward for South Carolina was like, against South Carolina last year. We were winning fourteen to seven on that basically around the 34, 34 uh, yard line. If I remember, pretty much same situation. Yep. And you, you ran a, a, a play action with a backup quarterback that was also banged up. And threw it to your third string tie day at fifty yards down the field. So it's double triple coverage. So I just we see it every week. As long as he's the head coach, he's coaching Saturday, Blake. So mm. uh, I'm ready for some more
0: of it, dude. And and you know, Dustin, my thing is, man, is like you said. I know you're trying to steal a possession, but in that situation, the way your defense was playing,
3: it's not fourth and one.
0: Yeah, fourth and one. fourth and one. It's fourth and six. And I, I, I just I don't understand the play call there. If you're gonna go for it on fourth and six, if you're gonna go for it on fourth and six, put Robbie out there. Put Robbie in the offense out there. And maybe Robbie makes a play with his legs and he picks up six yards. But. Do you think that the whole entire special team's stopping and looking over at the sideline and then changing formation a little bit, maybe it tipped it off? You know, you know.
3: I'm I'm sitting at home and I said, are we about to fake it?
0: Dustin, you know, Georgia knew that Auburn was faking the punt. They they knew the call. Uh, They scanned over at Stetson after it happened and Stetson was like running on the field smiling. And everything, because they knew, like they weren't stupid, you know. And in in my in my opinion, man, my thoughts on it is, you can't do that when you are are down in your own territory, and you just you just had them miss a field goal, Dustin, and you gift them. You gift them points. You can't give somebody points when you're that big of an underdog. And,
3: and he hasn't figured this out yet, Blake. That's a problem. He hasn't figured it out
0: yet. Because you wanna know why, like we always say, Dustin, when he was out there in the in the Mountain West Conference or whatever they play out there, the the WAC or Western Athletic Conference or whatever, you know, he could just big boy people. All right. he could he could make those calls because his Boise teams were just so much better than those teams out there that he could just big boy them. Oh well, we didn't get the first; they got the ball in the thirty-five, but that's okay. My defense is so much more elite than whoever we're playing out here in Hawaii or or whoever they play Idaho or or Wyoming or whoever. You know, uh, we'll make a stand, and you know. That's it, you know. We'll get the ball back, well, and, and it doesn't work like that here, Dustin.
3: It, it doesn't, and um, I don't know. I don't. I don't watch any Boise. I'm not going to stay up till ten o'clock to watch the team play on a blue field. But <laughs> what what I what I can tell you is is that being 112th at scoring offense, and you're the and you're an offensive mother head coach. What are you doing? We've scored under 20 points in four straight games. Hasn't happened since 2011. Mm. I mean, Saturday's loss was our worst loss since the Iron Bowl in 2012. Mm. So now we're in 2012 territory.
0: No, um, We're beyond that, Dustin.
3: Yeah, I mean, if Missouri doesn't drop the ball... That San Jose stay game was literally like Jarquez and Tank and a couple guys just being more athletic than those guys. I mean, we're not that far from being one in five.
0: Yeah, and and, um, and Dustin, I'll tell you, I don't think we win another game.
3: Yeah, I'm I'm with you because uh, the momentum is just building up. Well, I'll say this. we I don't think we win another game. With Brian Harson as the head coach. Okay. If a change is if if a change is made next week, then I think that you still have a chance to be Western Kentucky, maybe Arkansas, and then things maybe could be crazy with a And M. I best case scenario, this team finishes five and seven, mm-hmm. but um, I think you go three and nine with Brian Harson as your head coach. I don't oh, know without being there every day, i never want to accuse anybody of mailing it in. And, uh, so I'm not going to, you know, I I just can't, I can't say that when I'm not there watching somebody work. Um, but whatever, but man, it's, it's not working. And it just seems like it's getting, it's getting worse every single week. And, you know, 112th nationally in scoring offense. You're 70. The Auburn is 75th with Tank Bigsby and Jart West Hunter mm. in rushing offense. Mm. We're 60th in penalties per game. We're 128th in turnover margin. We're 131st in fumbles. We're 113th in third down conversions. We're 79th in sacks allowed. And imagine if, if you didn't have Robbie Ashford. You're 94th nationally in tackles for loss allowed, 123rd in interceptions, or 96 in opponent red zone conversions. Well, I guess get a defense, but it's just like, man, you know, um, this offense is going backwards,
0: mm.
1: and it
3: was already stale. Yep, but it is just, it is just, and that's not a dig at Gus. I've said on this podcast before. Just when a guy calls plays from two thousand and eight till two thousand and twenty, minus the one year he was at Arkansas State,
1: mm-hmm.
3: um, that's what's that's just what's going to be, man. Like they just it, it just got stale. People have seen it, so that's not a dig at Gus. Um, Gus Malzahn is clearly a better coach than Brian Horson. Oh yeah, like that's yeah, it's leaps and they're, bounds. They're not even in the same ballpark. Exactly. Um, you know, so. The offense is going. The offense is going just completely backwards. It's a shell of itself. I haven't watched the press conference, and I will always say that like, until I've, I haven't gone to watch the whole thing. So I'm not gonna. But I have seen the quotes where people are saying, you know, we're still trying to figure out our identity. Well, man,
0: the season's I almost just, over. The season's almost over. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we got so mad at Gus when he said
3: uh, seven, eight games into a season. That the offense was a work in progress. Well, you know, man, I mean, it, here, I have, I have the quotes here. We want to be balanced. We want to run the ball, throw the ball. We want to have the play action also in the run game, and we want to be able to get out on the perimeter.
1: Mm. Still
3: be firm and be able to run downhill inside the tackles and really try to be balanced as much as we can. Utilize our personnel.
1: Mm. Okay. Brian
3: Harson knows football better than I, but I can tell you this. You don't have the personnel to run downhill inside the tackles. <laughs> and if you think that you do, which I guess you do because you did not even you didn't bring in a single offensive lineman in the off season to fix that. So you think that you're good with what you have. Huh. Well, it's not it's not working. And when when you see Georgia Tech, when you see Nebraska, when you see these teams that have made the move and eliminate something that they've identified as a problem, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden they're winning games. Well, why could that
1: be? Mm. I
3: just it has to happen, man. Like I don't want to be. It's just, this is just too toxic. This is going to be the main conversation, and it was. I've listened to everybody. I've listened to Blackerby. I've listened to everybody since the game. It's the only topic.
1: Yeah. It's not, it's the only thing we're talking about. Because everything
3: goes back to it. Exactly. So, it's just, and I, I gave this analogy the other day. You know, if you're the if say you're the say you run a crew at your company, yeah, and you have a say you have three helpers,
1: mm-hmm.
3: and one of those helpers goes off and he makes a mistake, and then you don't catch it because you have two other helpers to look out for, and you're doing your own work, everything looks good, and you say, okay, the job is done, and you go home. Next day they come back for an inspection, and it turns out one of your helpers made a mistake, did do something right, you fail the inspection. Mm-hmm. Guess who your boss is going to come at? Mm. He's not going to go to the helper that made the mistake. Mm -hmm. He's going to come to you, the leader of the crew, and ask you how come you were in charge of the crew and the mistake was made. And then Mm -hmm. if you're a good crew leader, you don't throw your guy over the bus, which I'm not accusing Horace of doing.
2: the voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner
3: of them say you're not doing it and <laughs>
2: exactly.
3: it's just but that's the way the world works mm-hmm. so I can look at Robbie Ashford fumbling the ball in the wide open field and say hey that's on Robbie Ashford mm-hmm. that is not on Brian Harson or Eric Kiesel they are not coaching him to do that but when you're a 131st in fumbles and it's a problem every game. Yeah, it's gonna fall back on you. You're the boss. You're in charge.
0: Mm. Yeah, Dustin, I, I agree 100%. Man, shit's always supposed to roll downhill, and it starts with the guy up top. And you know, I think Saturday will be his last day on the job. I think it has his. To be it,
3: it'll, be, yeah. it, it'll be it'll be a Saturday too many.
0: Yeah, because you're getting you're getting run out of town. Saturday. All right, we will. I will talk about that later this week. Uh, But but Auburn is going to get run out of town Saturday in Oxford, uh, just like they did uh, in right right there in, in in Athens, Georgia, last Saturday. Um, and and I think it's time. I've been saying it, and and you know, like you said, Georgia Tech, those teams. Look at Wisconsin, Dustin. Wisconsin got blown out by Illinois last week okay they fire paul chris they handed him like i can't remember it was like 12 13 14 million dollars whatever it was i'm not sure the exact amount but they handed him the money and they said leave please get up get out get away whatever they bounce back this week and they beat northwestern 42 to 7 dustin all right 42-7, to seven, all right? And all these people are like, well, you know, the bye week is the only logical and reasonable week to do it because you don't want to throw your interim head coach into the fire, all right? You know, look, I'll be honest with you, fuck that, okay? I'm so sick and tired of hearing about that. You have to cut ties now, all right? The toxicity is it, – it is overflowing with Auburn football. You have people – National media members from ESPN, Fox, uh, other sports networks, every single day talking about Auburn football. Oh, I wouldn't take that job because of their fan base and their boosters, and uh, they—if you—if you don't win right away, they immediately want to get rid of you. And uh, Bo Jones was the one. Yeah, well, Bo Jones
3: is a, is a world-renowned clown, and he'll outperform in the circus everyone knows what he is and he can, he can just shut up man he doesn't know a, a damn thing about Auburn, and nothing pisses me off more than this national media hopping in on this conversation but when you but when you when you let it drag out this way you're going to have the clowns of, of, of the boomani jones of the world doing what they did
0: today yeah and you know bamani jones uh, if he ever gets a hold of this podcast uh B-Bomonte jones is the <laughs> he is the least watched show on ESPN Network, if you didn't know that. He is the least watched show. His ratings are the lowest on ESPN Network. Um, and, and I think that's for like... I think that's like a, a an extended period of time, too. I don't think that's just for this year. And... I, I'm not I would a, Thought that he would have went off to work with Jamel Hill oh dude hey how bad was that I mean that experience on ESPN that was <laughs> flat out terrible uh, and and honestly Dustin ESPN man I don't pay anybody that works for ESPN much attention except Scott van Pelt and college game day crew you know there's a few other people that I really like on ESPN but a majority of the folks I don't pay much attention to because we know what that company is about man but yeah for sure. You know, back to the Harson man, is like you come out in the second half of this game. And, and Dustin, for some reason, I was feeling good about Auburn's chances. I was like, man, we're only down 14 to nothing. Like, all we need is a turnover right here. Georgia gets the ball after uh, right out of half. Like, all we need is a turnover, man. And what, what fucking happens, Dustin? We get a turnover, man, and we are in plus territory. We are marching in to score, all right? And we go fucking three and out, Dustin. We go three and out. And the first play, tank pops for five yards. The first play, we get a turnover in Georgia territory, and it's first and ten, and we get 5 yards and we can't we have two more downs dustin and we can't get 5 fucking yards unbelievable man it's unbelievable so it's what are,
3: I mean it's just where we're at it's just where we're at so, and uh it sucks man it's really frustrating
0: and you know what we got to kick a field goal dustin once again auburn Can't finish a drive, and you gotta settle for three. It's the same old shit. It's been the same old shit. And honestly, I hate it. I'm frustrated right now. That's why I'm I'm cussing a little bit more on this podcast because I'm frustrated, Dustin. I'm sick of it. I'm tired of it, man. It's aggravating. It it it's you know when when Auburn loses, I don't I I don't really want to talk to people. That's the reason I don't do recaps on Saturday nights, Dustin, because I don't want to really talk to anybody because I'm so pissed off at at that you know this it, it doesn't have to be like this, man, and it's not the players. It's not the players. And if you're listening to this, don't think it's that we're talking about the players. I'm talking about who is running this football program. And it, this ain't it. This ain't Auburn, man. It's not, Dustin. And that right there showed me right out of halftime. You create a turnover, and you can't capitalize on it. And what do you know? We kick, we kick the ball off to Georgia down fourteen to three, and they go down there and they score and make it twenty-one to three. They bullied us right down the field. After they saw that we couldn't capitalize on a turnover, it's fourteen to three. They said, "Hey, Auburn can't score. Let's go bully them down the field, put it in, go up twenty-one to three, and and you know put our mark on this game." And that was it. And I felt so sorry for our defense, Dustin, that that second half our offense couldn't muster anything, and our defense was out there and they were suffering. They were suffering, Dustin. It it was it's it's piss poor, man. Is piss poor.
3: Yeah, Colby Colby makes a great play, and I kind of that whole sequence took me back to Penn State, where it was like we score a field goal and then they score a touchdown. It's just you finally get some points, and but I mean, it was really was a demoralizing points because you were just like, okay, we've got to score a touchdown here, Mm -hmm. and you know we just. I wish I had the uh, the red. Uh, I take that back. I probably don't wish, but I'm sure that our red zone, you know, touchdown percentage isn't great. Um, yeah, man, I I feel your frustration. Uh, I'm going to be a lot more vocal next week if there's not a change made. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it, it's just. It's Doug Doug Barfield Mm. 2.0. And I've only had to read about Doug Barfield. And now I'm getting to see it. And it's just not – it doesn't – you got to be – Man, I want to be careful. You just – it's hard. I feel like it would be hard for a, a, a football coach, someone that is, you know, not talking about me, I wouldn't win a game coaching Auburn. Mm-hmm. but someone that does this for a living to be this bad at Auburn yeah. like dang dude I mean I, I understand it you know being mediocre and just kind of not being able to get past Jordan Bama that makes sense but like to just be this bad to just be this inept this is what you came into the season with the plan was but it never looked like you had a plan because you were changing quarterbacks on the first drive mm. It just never looked like there was a plan. And, and whatever your plan was, it didn't work. And who thought that making... Eric Kiesel started out... At, what was that, an analyst or something? A quarterback yeah. assistant quarterback coach? Yeah. And now all of a sudden he's our OC? <laughs> like, you fire a wide receiver coach four games in to put him in? I, listen, dude, it's just... This whole thing has been a complete nightmare and the Auburn will be better immediately once it's over.
0: Mm, I agree. I agree. 150% Dustin, 150% man. I just, I can't put up with it. And, and dude, you know, looking at Saturday, you're three and three right now. All right. You're three and three and you're one and two in the Southeastern Conference. And now you have to go on the road to Ole Miss, a top ten team in the country, undefeated, one of the best rushing attacks in the country, a quarterback that's playing out of his mind right now in Jackson Dart. Uh, they probably had the best wide receiver in the conference with the Mingo kid on the outside. And their defense is playing up this year. They're, they're better uh, than what they ever have been the past ten years, I would say. And, you know, I just don't think there's any path to victory and you're gonna fall to three and four, Dustin, and one and three in the SEC. How how embarrassing is that, Dustin? Yeah. I mean three and four, we, Dustin.
3: Uh, three and four. Yeah, we
0: We were telling everybody predict these
3: nuts. And <laughs> made T shirts. Yeah, it seems like She's like, they do more than than we did. Yeah, this is – it's not going to get better this year, man. There's a chance for it, too. I would like to see uh, Terrell Zachary get the chance. Um, I was actually at the Ole Miss game where he got hurt. Uh, So, just, you know, to see him come back healthy and be able to get a national title and have his coach at Auburn. I just feel like Zach deserves a chance. Yeah. Um, and I think he's doing a good job coaching and obviously we're gonna hope that whenever the new staff comes in, keep our running back coach, please, and keep our keep our secondary coach. Um, I don't know how I would be surprised if Cadillac survives another coaching change just because yeah. um, you know, just odds are it's kinda hard to you just to keep surviving turnover turnover one of these guys is going to want to get their own running back coach in but mm-hmm. we'll see how that goes when time comes but hopefully that time is is sooner than later it's just not it's time for everybody to move on and you listen dude you know you can make the point that like just just from the human standpoint i don't blame Brian horsey that's three million dollars. If if the reports are true that they've offered him twelve million dollars in a buyout, I'm gonna wait until you fire me and get three more million dollars. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna. I mean, come on. That's just you know, that's common sense. No doubt. Um, yeah, I'm gonna make my three million, dude, and so I don't blame him for that. And you're just gonna you sign the stupid contract with another unproven coach. Which is becoming all of tradition. So just pay up the money. I mean, Gus Malzon has a couple, like, well, I won't say a couple, but you know, is a good season, goes 10 and 2, and before the SEC title game, you sign this crazy deal. I <laughs> uh, just, whatever, whatever goes on behind closed doors sometimes really confuses me. But I can't, I can't imagine that they let the toxicity continue. Um, at this point, and I'm not gonna call anybody out by name, I'm not gonna do that, but at this point, you could basically know the people that are still supporting this because there's so few of them yeah uh um everyone everyone knows what's what's up, everyone knows this has got to change, and I think everyone's frustrated that there hasn't already been a change made.
0: Mm-hmm. um I kind of was waiting on it Sunday. I but, was as well. Um,
3: you know, well, I think we beat all Miss six times in a row, so it would it would be fantastic to find a way to make that happen. But like I said, I just I don't see under this staff or not, or, you know, just the way things are going. I mean, me and my pitcher got outran by Stetson Bennett. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's, and, the he's
1: the
3: mailman, mailman he's baby. Faster than and my
0: I don't know, Dustin. He's the mailman. Watch out. Yeah.
3: I'm not <laughs> listen, I'm not saying he's a bad quarterback, but them two lined up going dug toe. Nah. It's just <laughs> It's bad. Nothing's man. working, man. No nothing's working. Um
1: I I definitely see guys still playing hard. No doubt. Uh, Derek Hall, I'm gonna love you
3: forever, man. Like, giving everything to Auburn. Tank's giving everything to Auburn. These guys deserve better. And hopefully a change can be made, and then we can find a way to sneak in a couple wins, and these guys can have a good, you know. Like, the last home game is Western Kentucky. Yeah. Let's let's win that game for the seniors. So they don't go out with their last home game being a loss to Western Kentucky, and that's—I just don't feel like that's going to happen with Brian
1: Harson as a head coach.
3: Yep. I think he will find a way to lose the games that he's in. He yep. is just—it's just—I mean, you see it, you see it. I don't even have to. We, we're, again, we're going to beat—we're going to beat this horse. We're going to bury him. We're going to dig him up and keep doing it until some kind of change
1: is made. Yep.
3: And I think that. Uh, Justin Lee has done an outstanding job in pointing out everything that is going on and kind of capturing the fan base. He has an awesome Twitter thread that she's doing. Uh, if you haven't checked it out, go check it out.
1: Mm-hmm. And he he put out a, he put out a tweet saying, you know,
3: um, the head coach at Auburn has keys to a Cadillac. Mm. You just got
1: to know how to you just got to know how to drive it. Mm.
3: And I I thought that was thought that was fantastic. And uh sums up the way I feel. And I don't don't get into the the, the Jones or you know, of uh, Tony Kornheiser or Keith Olbermann or Reese. <laughs> like, you know, any of these people man that come out or whoever they want to say something about Auburn, you just need to pay uh pay no attention to that. And because Auburn is capable of great things, we've all seen it. I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, you're old enough to have seen Auburn play for two national titles. Yep. And you're probably old enough to remember 2004, where we should have won a national title. Yep. Auburn's capable of great things, and um, you know, sometimes, man, like there's nothing; these things just aren't. They're not guaranteed. Like it's very hard. And Tennessee hires Huple and now look at where they're at. And the same offseason season we hired Austin. But when they hired him, you would have said, oh, this is a home run guarantee hire. Like, you just don't know, man. But this is – Auburn has to get this one right.
0: Yeah, no doubt, Dustin. They they, they have to make a splash, man. And uh, I don't know, man. I, I don't know where to go from here. I really don't – I don't – You know, all the names being thrown around and everything, and it's just uh, so toxic. And I looked at my dad Saturday, man, and I said, you know, I hate it that we wasted a Colby Wooden. We wasted a Derek Hall. We wasted a Tank Bigsby. We're wasting a Jarquez Hunter. And it hurts, man. It hurts that you have guys like that and faces of your program and – this regime just—it's not it. It's not it, and I don't know where Auburn goes from here. I don't know who the, who their next coach is going to be. Uh, God, I hope and pray it's not Matt Rule, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the big thing.
3: I, listen, man, um, that's just the internet, I guess. That's is how that works. But it, honestly, people honestly had me thinking that like his name got dropped. And it's
0: like, oh, he just got fired. People are literally freaking out over nothing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't think that's going to be. I don't think that's going to be a thing. I don't either, man. But uh, I, you know, I'm just, I'm just going to sit back on Saturdays, Dustin. You know, watch the games, enjoy the ride, just. Gonna see where it takes us, man. Gonna see where it takes us. I'm just gonna. I'm not gonna stress over it anymore. I, I pretty much know what's gonna happen on Saturdays, so I'm just gonna sit back and enjoy the college football ride, enjoy the slate of games, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm not gonna get beat up over it anymore because I know this season is chalked. It's over. It's done. It's dead. And it sucks to say that only six games in, but it's the truth, Dustin. So uh, it's it's a tough pill to swallow
3: yeah it's no fun um we're not used to this and hopefully we don't get used to this and you shouldn't let the people that want you to get used to this you shouldn't even let them speak
1: mm-hmm. if anybody
3: is telling you that you know this needs more time or this that and the other just just mute them from your life or yep. at least from their sports conversations just
0: just end it bro.
3: it is so much better than this this is uh, that's just no fun for anybody. And as much as I love all Auburn sports, as much as I love Bruce Pearl, as much as I love Butch and the baseball program, and I'm excited to see what this basketball team is going to do. I really am. Uh, it's not – Auburn is always going to be a football school. Yep. And to, like you said, to just be six games in and for everybody to be already so down – and, yeah, man, it's just not – because at least if – at least if it's uh, Zachary or Cadillac or somebody like that as is, uh, is the coach, you can get behind them and the fan base will – like, you'll understand the situation. There's not going to be anything expected of them, and it'll just – won't like, like, it'll eliminate – It'll rip the band-aid on whatever metaphor you want to use. It'll just eliminate that distraction. And we as a fan base, we'll just be pulling for coach Zachary and we can steal a win or two. And then we would be super happy and we can celebrate that and just have fun. And at least, because if you already know what's going to happen, man, this is not, you know, college football's changed. You need, you've got, everyone's making the moves. Now you've got to make the move. So I don't want to have another podcast. Where we have to talk about, but there, we, there needs to be one more. Where we talk about him getting fired, and then that's it. <laughs> that's but it. it man. need
0: to go on all season long. That's it. it. Just, that it is ridiculous. I tell them every every time we get on here, man. I just feel like a broken record. But uh, Dustin, man, I really appreciate you coming on tonight. Uh, if you could, like always, just drop your Twitter handle so everybody could find you.
3: Yeah. Hey, listen. I know these episodes aren't. They're not fun. Yep. It's not. It's not how. I want to talk about Auburn. And uh, I just... At this point, I'm done even trying to sugarcoat any of it. Uh, Everyone knows this is just bullshit. This is just pure bullshit. Mm -hmm. And it has to change. And it has to change right now. Um, Saturday needs to be Brian Horson's last day as Auburn's football coach. And I've been fired a lot of times in my life, and I've never been given $15 million to get fired. Mm. So... Treat a man with respect. Uh, You know, act like an all man. Treat, treat, just treat a human with respect. Obviously, Uh, but we can't sugarcoat it and say the performance is there. So, I just I hate the
1: negative tone that I've had to use
3: for the last couple of weeks. It's not the kind of person that I am, like on a daily basis. I don't walk around looking for the bad in life. I don't walk around looking for the bad in these kind of things. Um, I, I just – I can't call it – I mean, you see it. It's 42 to 10, 45 to 10, whatever it was. I Absolutely. We see – see, I was sitting in the Penn State.
1: I was sitting there. I saw it. Yep. So
3: I just want to get that out there, man, because I, I, I hate it. I, I hate talking bad about Auburn. Yeah. Um, but what do you, what do you want to say at this point? So, it just is what it is. Uh, you can give me a Twitter at D-M-I-C-H-A-U-D-28. And, uh, yeah, man. I mean, always talking a bunch of sports over there. And, uh, uh, have fun having, you know, being with you tonight, brother.
0: Yeah, Dustin, man. I always enjoy it. And, uh, I'll leave you with a war damn eagle, brother. Hey, war eagle, man. We will be back someday. Yes, sir. All right, Man, everybody, Dustin Smith, who, Brian Harson on his way out. It's what it sounds like. All right, it's Saturday, the last day of the Brian Harson era. Dustin bringing some really solid points, talking about the Georgia game, just the just the frustration of the Auburn program right now. It, it's it's down bad. It hurts six games in, like I said, and this season's already canned. It's trashed. You know, it is what it is, man. It, it it hurts, and I feel like we're broken record on this podcast and just having to keep talking about the negativity and the toxicity from the Brian Harson era. So I'm sick of it. Get it over with. End it. It's, it's over. It is over. Go back to Idaho, sir. Nobody wants you here. We're done. We're done. It's over. Just let it go, man. So with that being said, we love the players. We'll be there supportive 150% every Saturday. Uh, we're, we're pulling pulling for these guys each and every Saturday, and we want them to do well. We want them to raise their draft stock for the ones that can, and uh, we hope that we can pick up at least three more victories and get to a bowl game. So, you know, I am hoping for that for the Auburn Tigers because, I always want to see my team finish strong. So, with that being said, I'm going to end you with the War Damn Eagle, and I'll catch you on the next one.
2: I'm out.